Good morning. The spotlight is on the senior ranks of our Defence Force after Senator Jackie Lambie referred them to the International Criminal Court over allegations of war crimes. Let's go live to political reporter Rob Scott in Canberra. Good morning, Rob. She says she's been trying to meet with the Defence Minister for months. That meeting will now go ahead. Yes, later today, Jody. after she delivered an emotional speech in the Senate yesterday, absolutely slamming the Defence Force, saying there is a culture of cover-up at the highest levels. The soldier-turned-senator has referred senior military leaders to The Hague over alleged war crimes in Afghanistan committed under their watch, arguing they have avoided scrutiny over what they knew about the 39 murders uncovered by the Brereton report, despite former SAS soldiers saying the rumours were well-known by the top brass. Ms Lambie says the investigation focused on junior soldiers on the ground, throwing them under the bus while giving a blanket exemption to the higher command. Now, Defence says the Afghanistan inquiry found commanders do bear moral responsibility for what happened and it's responding to the recommendations. But legal experts say because the Australian Federal Police and the Office of the Special Investigator have already started charging former SAS soldiers, it's unlikely the ICC will launch its own inquiry. Regardless, Senator Lambie has focused the government's attention on this issue, which was her aim all along. Jody. OK, Rob Scott in Canberra, thank you. A bill that would keep the Frankston serial killer behind bars for life is set to be voted on in Victoria's upper house today. Premier Daniel Andrews has ruled out supporting the bill but did announce his government would overhaul parole laws amid mounting pressure over the case. The bill would restrict Paul Denyer from making any future applications for parole and it comes after he wrote letters to family and friends of his victims. New South Wales is urgently considering fitting seatbelts onto more buses and coaches in the wake of the Hunter Valley crash that killed 10 people. The state government says it's asked the Bus Industry Task Force to investigate a number of concerns surrounding safety, seatbelt use and whether changes should be implemented. The task force could deliver early findings by the end of next month. <clears throat> Sydney drivers could soon be out of pocket more for using toll roads. The New South Wales Treasurer has said the M5 cashback scheme is under review as the government looks for savings to make up for a $30 billion correction in the value of state assets. Daniel Mookie says the scheme is worth about $100 million and was introduced when the M5 was the only toll road. It's being reviewed as part of a wider investigation into tolls. It has been front and centre in medicine cabinets for over a century, but researchers are now warning seniors to think twice about aspirin. A new study has found adults over 70 who take a daily dose have a higher risk of becoming anaemic. Since 1899, aspirin has been marketed as a wonder drug. Two Bayer tablets bring all the pain relief power your headache can use. Reducing pain, fever and inflammation. When you take Bayer aspirin to relieve a headache, it makes you feel better fast. But a new study shows prolonged daily use increases the risk of anemia by 20% in people aged 70 and over. Anemia can result in fatigue, um, muscle weakness. It can also affect mood. Researchers found low-dose usage was of no great benefit in healthy people. At 82, Patricia Shelper isn't on any medication. She took a placebo as part of the study. My goal is to um, live long enough to see 
what my eight grandchildren do in life and to keep running as long as I can to prove you can do it. But it's estimated that 10% of older Australians who are generally healthy take low-dose aspirin for prevention with no clear need. Researchers say Australians who haven't suffered a heart attack or stroke may not need it. Consult your medical practitioner. Who will be the best person to advise you? Isabel Mullen, 7 News. Sydney and Melbourne are tipped to shiver through their coldest morning of the year. Temperatures dipped into single figures overnight in large parts of New South Wales, the ACT, Victoria and Tasmania. Melbourne is expected to hit a minimum of four degrees. Sydney will drop to a frosty five, with some parts of western Sydney to reach minus three, while Canberra's forecast to hit minus six, with the cold snap expected to last until the end of the week. Checking Wednesday's weather now, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Sunny and 16 in Sydney. Morning frost, then a mostly sunny day in Canberra, a top of 12. Partly cloudy, 12 as well in Melbourne and in Hobart, where it will be partly cloudy. Rain developing in Adelaide today, 15 degrees. Showers easing in Perth, 16. And mostly sunny, 31 the top in Darwin.